0: But now it's time to talk rugby league with the great man Zorba, Peter Peters. Good morning, Zorb. Morning, Ryan. Morning, Bulldogs. What about Parramatta last night? Isn't it funny, a short turnaround from what was a dismal performance against the Bulldogs on Monday and they were the entertainers against the Roosters last night?
1: Yeah, it was incredible. Humiliated 34-4 by the Bulldogs five days earlier. Uh, They come out last night. They were, well, the Earls were, pardon the pardon, electrifying. 26-16 26-16 win over what was a pretty good Roosters side last night. I mean, the Roosters played well. They were just outclassed. The Blue and Goals got back to what they do best. That was that ruthless power play in the middle and some clever offloading on the edges uh, and, and out wide. Five first-half tries, they were brilliant. And um, while the Roosters competed hard, they were blown away by Junior Paulo up front, Regal Campbell-Gillard, Sean Lane on that um, left edge was dynamic again last night. And um, It was a great win. Uh, Brad Arthur, you've got to give it to him. He can get that side up. There's been a lot of criticism of him during the week, um, but he bounced back the only way he knows how, and so did his side.
0: What did you make, Zorba, of the the crusher tackle, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Lindsay Collins, the lifting tackle there in that game? Because, of course, those two players uh, probably will be selected or likely to be selected for Origin 2.
1: Yeah. Look, I, I, I think when you slow it up, it looks a lot worse than it, than it really is. But the way they're charging these days, um, you would think that they both have a worry uh, today getting through uh, uh, the microscope that they've got to get through. Zorba, South Sydney, 32 nil down inside 30 minutes. What the hell went wrong? Well, they continue to be haunted, Bulldog, by, by Adam Reynolds' exit. Um, no one's owning up to it, and it just won't go away. Um, and it won't for a long, long time. I uh, Jason Dimitri the coach, is he's uh, under pressure at Redfern, following his axing after 28 minutes of um, the young rookie halfback Lachlan Nilias. Now everyone's had a had a um, an idea on whether it was right or whether it was wrong. Um, you know they, they were well down. He dropped the ball off the kickoff, um, and you know that was a that was a heavy defeat for South Sydney. Something they're not used to. Um, I, I've, I've got to sort of agree with the coach. I think he had to get him out of there. Um, his, his confidence was shot. Uh, whether it's, it's going to be able to be returned, he said he'll put him back um, next week when they play. So um, let's wait and see how he goes. But they're going to hang their hat on Latrell Mitchell, Latrell Mitchell coming back. But they're nowhere near the side that lost a tight grand final by just two points to the Panthers last year. Um that decision to let Adam Reynolds go will go down in... They keep writing plenty of books at South. I don't know what they're going to write on this one. It's got to be the biggest blunder in the club's history of, um, of modern times. But who's going to get the blame? That's the big thing. Still no one owning up to that.
0: Mm.
1: So, but what happened... Radiator. What happened your to your mate Bulldog.
0: <laughs> don't blame him.
1: Well, he's the boss. <laughs> well, there's three of them. Well, what do you mean there's three of them? Well, Mike Cannon-Brooks and James Packer. Mike Cannon-Brooks. Why do you James come on here Packer. and start bagging James Packer? No. Well, you would, why you why wouldn't I, have the ticker. So, oh, why, why, why wouldn't I? Well, go on then. Well, I don't think he knows much about rugby league. There you go. <laughs> and who, as for the other bloke with a double name, please. <laughs> He'd buy and sell you a 100 times over. That's not the point. He doesn't know what I know about the game. Well, if you know about the game, tell us what happened with Manly. The late wobbles again. Well, Rob, I've got a concern here. After 15 weeks of the competition, the Cowboys exposed what all the top clubs know. The Sea Eagles aren't fit for 80 minutes of NRL. What's more, the Cowboys coach, Todd Payton, he all but said so in a TV interview pre-game. We will back our fitness to get us home late, he said. It's the second time in a month. Manly's been run over late after holding what should have been match-winning leads, a 22-20 loss to Parramatta on the bell in round 11, still haunts Seagulls fans. Manly led the Cowboys 26-12 with seven minutes to go and then just died. And they were terrific for 73 minutes. They can't sugarcoat the problem any longer. The club lost its doctor and physio last year because of issues over the club's training and rehab program. In three seasons, Manly couldn't get Moses Suley fit. Look at him now, flying after just one off-season at the Dragons. There are fears at Manly that the star youngster, Josh Huster, the kid with so much talent in his hands, is heading the same way. Unfit and not being used much by Coach Des Hasler. Didn't get a spark um, on uh, Friday night until Kieran Foran went to the head bin. Uh, Manly were great for 73 minutes against the Cowboys, but they had no legs at the end. The new CEO Tony Mestrov's all over the problem, but unfortunately doesn't start until August. Fears are manly season will be well and gone, well and truly gone by then. A refusal to take penalties in front cost the Milosic against Parramatta and again on Friday against the Cowboys. I I don't know why they won't take the two um, dumb rookie decisions by um by Hasler and his co coaches. It's
0: just not good enough. Mm. Uh, Zorba, the New Zealand Warriors obviously a, a bad loss to the Panthers 40 points to 6 uh, obviously being relocated at Redcliffe through COVID has been a real challenge for them but gee they're in all sorts aren't they obviously with their coaching dramas as well it's going to take a long time for them to bounce back you'd think
1: oh, you're tr- it's, it's nothing Nothing more could be um, on target than, than what you've just said 100% the rabble, that is now the New Zealand Warriors, and we and, and, and we feel sorry for them, but that's what they are at the moment. They're not an NRL side. They'll need years to win back fans over in New Zealand. Um, they haven't been there for a couple of years. The NRL owes it to the game and to the Warriors organisation to give them every assistance on the rebuild. I reckon a three- to five-year uh, block on any NRL club signing a Kiwi junior would be a good start. Give them a chance to rebuild players and keep their kids give them an origin game play a dream round to start the next two seasons over there, do something. Watching the Warriors last night in the 40-6 loss to Penrith showed how far behind the required standard they have slipped during the COVID period when they've been housed in Australia playing away from home Um, we all feel sorry for them but they are just making up the numbers now. Other than Maurice Walsh There doesn't seem to be any excitement in their side. They return home to Mount Smart on Sunday, July the 3rd against the West Tigers. Hardly a cracking draw card to get the fans interested again over in Auckland, but at least it's a game they stand some chance of winning. But they're a big worry for the NRL right now and for all clubs. Uh, They've got to be supported. Um, They've supported the game. It's cost them plenty um, in terms of where they are now and um, I can't imagine um, a side doing it tougher than them over the next couple of seasons. Azorb, hey are you looking forward to Origin going to Perth? Well, it's a bit strange, Bulldog. The build up, the build up um, won't be the same. Um, I know you guys are going to be writing the stories and, and and we're going to be doing all the interviews and everything else, but it, it just seems so far away um, and it's all Next Sunday, there hasn't been a, a lot of build-up like there was to the Game 1. New South Wales, uh, what are they going to do with their side? Um, it's interesting. Um, I don't know. I just can't get as hyped up as I was before Game 1 when um, when I tipped
0: Queensland and you tipped New South Wales, just to remind you. Well, who, <laughs> who, are you t- who are you tipping in Game 2, Zorba? Do you think New South Wales to bounce back?
1: I want to see the New South Wales side first. I don't, I don't, I don't have great trust in... Um, in Freddie Fitler and, and Greg Alexander and picking the right side. I want, to, I want to see what side they come up with, but um, uh, certainly Josh addo should never have been out of the first side. I mean, talk about loyalty in origin. Well, we showed no loyalty to Josh addo and no loyalty to Jake Trevojevic, who I understand is in the side to go to Perth, and uh, Josh addo should be. Uh, if both those players are in, I think that'll add to New South Wales, but... Uh, I want to see what they do out in the centres now with um, uh, with White and out of the game as well. Zor, Zappa, Cop oh, it up. Today. Let's get some money. Do the unthinkable. I'm going to I'm going to go Raiders to beat the Knights. They're disappointing. The Knights really disappointing. Don't like the brand of football they're playing, um, and they struggle uh, down in Canberra against the Raiders. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to go for the Bulldogs. I, look, I thought that was an enormous win. Uh, against Parramatta last week. They're playing the West Tigers, who have got no confidence. Um, tough gig for Brett Kamali to take over there, um, as it is a tough job for uh, uh, for Mick Potter. But Potter um, certainly had the Bulldogs playing a brand of football that um, excited us all uh, last Monday. So I'm going to go with a form on the board. Raiders all up the Bulldogs. And if Queensland, well, they'll stick with their winning side, I'll go for Queensland.
0: All right. There you have it. Um, All right, Zorba, well, enjoy State of Origin 2 and your Sunday footy, and we'll chat to you next week on the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Okay, boys, have a good one.